welcome to the very first episode of The, the Watcher, Watcher Files, Files, where we are hosts, Clover and Kara. Hey. <laughs> We're re-watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and giving you all our commentary on it, because why not? Yes. <laughs> um, so this is super not spoiler-free, so if you've never seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I would you can watch it along with You should us. go watch it right now. Um, but we're probably going Bitch. to spoiler <laughs> other episodes <laughs> yes. because we have a lot to say about the show. Um, so yeah, we have been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer since we were like kids. Yeah. We like, grew up with it. 19 years now, I guess. Yes. Um, it was actually... So not probably longer than that. Yeah, it was over... Because like, I've been watching it since like fourth grade. Wow. Yeah, because you got me into it in sixth grade. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've been watching it for a very long time, and now we're about to be thirty. We're yeah, um, and so I guess we're at like the tail end of like Buffy fans because I know that like people were older when it started, and I didn't start watching Buffy until it had already ended, actually, or it was like just about to end or something like that. So, um, but it's an older show. It's a great show. It has its like flaws that we'll definitely <laughs> discuss throughout the podcast too well, but <laughs> yeah and you know it being a, a new era <laughs> we yeah. can definitely give it some more perspective and just kind of like comment and talk about kind of really just how we felt about it um so we're starting episode obviously episode by episode with season one episode one and this is going to be welcome to the Hellmouth. um one of the uh iconic episodes some iconic scenes but uh just a brief synopsis i guess of what kind of happened throughout the show uh, or throughout the episode is we're introduced to some main characters we're introduced to buffy willow xander the scoobies the original scoobies we're introduced to some of the bad guys such as the master um giles cordelia not a bad guy but yes <laughs> Okay. Um, well, previously, yeah. listen, <laughs> you can't leave him out. Uh, Giles Cordelia, yeah, the also original Cordelia's kind of a bad guy. Uh, yeah, not yeah. really. She's just a bitch. But um, we love her. We're introduced to the town of Sunnydale, um, which is where Buffy had just moved to from Los Angeles, and she had recently gotten into some trouble at her previous school, which is discussed more in the movie but like we're not really talking about the movie i guess at this particular moment so we're led to believe she's gotten into some trouble previously she burned down her school gym yes obviously fighting vampires but the muggles don't know it was that, asbestos. it was asbestos it was asbestos some say that it was rats <laughs> rats that were smoking <laughs> i don't remember which episode she says that in but we're also introduced to the mysterious angel um, is a character who gives her a cross necklace at in this episode and saying he's a friend, but he didn't say that he was her, her friend. friend. So we don't really know what we feel about Angel quite yet, which obviously we do, but leading to some mystery. Bright, sexy, spooky, mystery. Yeah, um, older much older a little like, too much older a little too much older yeah like why are you creeping <laughs> <laughs> he is a little bit of a giant creep and then <laughs> we're introduced to willow and she is 
very nerdy. The very most bookish. adorable little nerd ever. She's a sweetie. With her Sears outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and when Buffy first meets Cordelia, I think it's interesting because Cordelia is trying to like give her this cool test in the, in the episode and being like, so you're from LA, you're obviously going to be popular here. And then Buffy kind of takes note on how Cordelia is being kind of rude to Willow. Yeah. And Buffy is like, no, like, this. Like, yeah, like, I'm, gonna, I'm not trying to be shitty this time around. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. If, if that's what the popularity is about. Then she's not about it, Definitely for sure. Definitely grown. So, Buffy is immediately drawn, actually, to Willow and wants to, like, kind of be her friend. And she's like, hey, I heard you could help me actually catch up. And so, I think that's really cool that Buffy is, like, showing that, you know, she's <laughs> she doesn't believe in bullying kids. <laughs> um and she's right. yeah, more about like befriending. Obviously, it could be because she thought Willow was useful, but it seemed like she genuinely wanted to give her yeah. like friends. And then later, she goes to the Bronze with Willow. Not with, but she meets up with Willow at the Bronze, which is their like hip nightclub in Sunnydale, which they can start. Which is so out. strange <laughs> that there's just like fifteen year old kids, and then they're still chilling there. You know, twenty two, just like it's the cool place to be. Yeah, they, they the Bronze ages with that generation oh, specifically. Yes. Um, eventually, <laughs> they can start drinking there. Yeah, that's really the only place there is to be in Sunnydale is at the Bronze, and so Willow and Buffy are kind of like Buffy's like giving her like life advice, and she's saying like. Hey, um, seize the moment. Because tomorrow, tomorrow you, you might be, be dead. dead. And so Willow kind of takes that and really wants to like start owning up, you know, being a person who like seizes opportunities and talks to guys and like dates or whatever. And that leads her into the arms of a vampire. A vampire. <laughs> um, Very unstylish. And she's been led. Moves. Yes. Vampire. She's been led. Um, so has their friend Jesse by the mysterious and loving Darla. <laughs> I'm a giant Darla fan. So um, they get led to this like mausoleum type thing. Yes, which earlier in the episode you find out that she is obviously a vampire. <laughs> yes, Darla is the first vampire introduced into the show. Um, and you think that, you know, at the beginning she's this like innocent schoolgirl and then she's actually a vampire and they're working to arise the master so they give him treats that's that that was the whole point of willow and jesse was to bring him bring oh, yes. them to the master so that he could like feed offerings. yeah and then luke um another part of the the big master gang like he is working to get him risen and the harvest to get him uh coming out so he can move freely because once he's risen at the current moment he can't like he's in like a little vortex thing and he can't like break through so he needs he needs more power to rise yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he needs more power <laughs> he's got a very unique voice I love the master honestly really? <laughs> <laughs> I talk shit about his character so much but he's just so he's funny <laughs> he is funny yeah he has some funny moments <laughs> Is he meant to be funny, though? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> He's ugly. Um, so the master is the, like, the first vampire. Am I right in that? Oh, fuck. I mean, I, I, mean, I honestly don't know about the first vampire because okay. he's old as shit because his features change. Yeah, but he then stops you, looking human at like, all. Like, he just permanently yeah. looks ugly. But then you got, like, future Kakistos who, like, his hands, like, turn into hooves oh, that's true. and shit from being so old. So it's kind of like, 
Lions, you got uh, slow. <laughs> yeah, that's a good but, point. <laughs> but I think, yeah, he's, I mean, he's very, 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 I mean, older than any yeah. other vampire that we know of, aside from him, Kakistos. Weed and continuity is also something we can bash or praise later throughout the show. Oh, were we paused? No. Oh. No, oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that Joss Whedon and his continuity is not always the best. Yes. Um, I definitely do not support Joss Whedon in any way, shape, or form in the sense that, like, I love this show, but he's obviously... Yeah, obviously a douchebag. Like, multiple, <laughs> multiple people are just like, bro, I don't want to work with you. Like, there's got to be a reason. There's clearly a reason, I mean. <laughs> yeah, giving those allegations. Yeah. So, we've talked about Buffy. We've talked about... Willow. We've kind of talked about Cordelia. She's kind of nasty. She's clearly the most popular girl in school. She at first was willing to accept Buffy because she was from LA and super fancy and then immediately is like, what is your deal once she finds out? Because they find a body in the school. Remember, because there's like the person that Darla killed in the episode. Yeah, and gets stuffed in the locker, falls on the chick. And Buffy's like, Hey, like, what what was he wearing? Like, what were the bites? Not what was he wearing? Yeah, were there holes in his neck? Yeah, and what's your damage? Like, she thinks it's super strange that like Buffy has this like weird peaked interest in this man's murder, and so she's just kind of like losing it. And then Buffy, thinking that Willow was in danger and thought she had found where Willow was in danger, tries to like save Willow, and it ends up almost staking Cordelia. Oh my god, I know. Like, she doesn't really do herself very... <laughs> like, yeah. I understand why Cordelia's like, this girl is freaking weird. Yeah, I can... Yeah. Um, but should we be mean to her for the rest of her high school career? Probably not, but... Um, <laughs> Buffy loses, unfortunately, her popularity very soon. Or very quickly at Sunnydale High. And yeah, well, she's got too much going on. Don't worry already. about that. Yeah. And then, so, they're leads to Xander, her other friend that she makes by the end of the episode. So he kind of overhears a conversation between Buffy and Giles, being like, because Giles, like, is here. This is what you're looking for in this vampire book. I'm going to watch her. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. Giles voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, I don't want to do this. I left this behind. Absolutely not. I'm not the Slayer. And Xander is, like, in the back of the book. Well, and right before that, when they had introduced each other, when he had introduced himself to Buffy, they, like, ran into each other. And he, he was, like, helping her pick up all her stuff. Oh. And was like, oh, a steak. You're going to build a tiny fence. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you He's forgot like, your, uh, your stake. And so then he overhears this yeah. very strange conversation because Buffy finds out that there are vampires, a mist, or a foot, whatever. And so Xander's like, are you going to... Are you going to slay a vampire? And Buffy's like, listen, I don't have time for your shit, dude. Like, we have got to go save Willow, like, right now. So we can talk about it. Yeah, like, whether later. you believe me or not. Yeah, like, yeah. Got to go. So um, it leads to a fight um, in the mausoleum. So it all comes into a head, right? They, so they go to the bronze. They realize that Willow's in danger. Um, Buffy leaves. They go to the cemetery. Um, and then they fight basically there's like a fight between Buffy and Luke and she's like kind of losing and then Darla takes off with uh, the other vampire well she's like fighting Darla and the other vampire that took Willow away and then yeah, Luke, Luke just like comes up. out of the yeah. back out of nowhere and like grabs her by the neck <laughs> and yeah and then they're fighting and he's like super strong cause he's like super old too yeah yeah and you see some of Buffy's like slayer strength um, throughout 
So you see that, you know, she can hang upside down and flip around and all this stuff. So we know that she's also super strong because she's a slayer. And she's a cheerleader. She's got her, like, you know, cheerleading moves yeah. as previous far as the flips. Yeah, previous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get to the witch. Is that, that's the witch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it leads on this cliffhanger, basically saying that Luke is um, saying that the harvest is about to happen and the earth will belong to the old ones and it'll bring hell itself. And this is the harvest that the master is trying to trying to do. And then so we don't know what happens because it's to be continued. Yes. And it's, it's a, a pretty damn good cliffhanger for a pilot it's, too. Yeah. To like you gotta give a cliffhanger for your pilot. You gotta be like, yeah. don't you want more episodes? <laughs> I don't know if they aired them both back to back. Like you know how like some people are like double feature, like first episode, Maybe. second episode. I have no clue. But they're um, like forty five minute long episodes. Yeah, they are super I mean they're all like 42 minutes yeah. something like that so it ends with this cliffhanger you're introduced to all these characters and you're like huh? and they have this weird dialect like you know the wiggins like buffy says like, oh yes kind of, the wiggins yeah. i love like all their like weird speech yeah like, so they have a, kind of a unique style of speaking that kind of draws you in because you're like huh like why do they talk like that and yeah. why do you want to talk like that now because you want to feel cool <laughs> <laughs> i know right it makes you want to just like Start busting out some Scooby slang. Yeah. So it's, that's it. That's the first episode. Did you have any, like, like initial thoughts that you wanted to discuss? I don't know. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've always had a lot of thoughts. So one thing I wanted to bring in that kind of bothered me, because I don't like Joss Whedon, <laughs> is um, when Xander and Buffy first meet, um, he says, can I have you instead of can I help you? And, like, to me, it's just gross. Like, it's just this gross self-insert of being, like, oh, a pretty girl. And, yeah. Um, he's always thinking about sex. Which... Xander is so cringy for the first, yeah. like, honestly, until he won't, until he stops getting a crush on Buffy or having his little obsession with Buffy, like, he is very cringy. But in the beginning, especially, he has so many moments and so many lines that you're just like, oh, oh. and like <laughs> even his clothes, like man, I don't know. Everyone else got a good style, but they just threw him in some yeah. really unfortunate things. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we have this leftover, right? This like you get you the get. wild t-shirts. Give me every variety of a Hawaiian shirt. I'm <laughs> just gonna slap it on Xander. <laughs> I think that's also just a victim of the late '90s. Oh, that's true. The yeah. fashion, and especially for men's fashion, was like, not <laughs> the '90s. Is is coming back now like that's like a style that's like kind of back um especially for like women's fashion so i think that more people are like oh women's fashion especially and everyone's like looking cute i'm like they're i like every time i go shopping i'm like what would buffy wear like is this long (laughs) enough to be a trench coat can you slay a vampire exactly oh i've I've patrolled many times in this halter Um, So that's just a a thought. Another theme I saw, which is like a Whedon theme I see a lot, is like the old gods taking over. 
like you remember like Cabin in the Woods? Oh my god, I loved that movie. Yes, I, I just it's... bought that from Peddler's Mall <laughs> yesterday, actually, because I don't know why I didn't own it before. You know Cabin in the Woods? I feel like you saw it's that so movie good. like eight times in theaters. It was one of the movies where I was like, I saw it last weekend, but I'll go. We yeah. can go right now. Uh, <laughs> like, so good. Yeah, but that's a good point. Yeah, Whedon has this like constant theme of like before the world, like before like we ruled, there was like the old gods and the ancient yeah. ones, and they were like ruling the earth, and I think that the master is like a like a part of that yeah sort of and then yeah later on you got glory obviously i mean she's like the god yeah, of the show god. Yeah. yeah and the evil oh my god the first is like obviously the oldest yeah of, he likes old. old ancient evil like yeah. if your evil is not old and ancient Whedon is just not about it right so. the shamans that's a, yeah magic. a very common theme that i noticed um and that's what they're like trying to bring afoot is like the vampire so in like buffy um, the vampires are like demons that replace your body, right? So like you die and then the vampire takes over. Yeah. And you're. And they kind of have like the same memories. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, which we'll get into in season two for sure. Um, one person we haven't talked about yet is Joyce. Good old Joyce. Oh, Summers. Mama Joyce. Um, my opinions kind of waver with with Joyce. I think I don't hate her. I don't love her. I don't hate her. I feel like they could have given her a little bit more of a personality. I mean, I like Joyce. She's a mom, for sure. Um, I don't know. I guess there's it's just like so much happens throughout the show that you could talk about, you know, but as far as episode one goes, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like she puts a lot of pressure on Buffy in the beginning of the show. Like, she's constantly just like, but you're not gonna do anything bad, right? Like, and I guess like moms just do that shit, but like... I don't know. I feel like you could be a little more supportive instead of just, like, constantly, like, oh, is every decision that you're doing gonna, like, make us screw up and have to move again? Like, I don't know. I don't know if I hate that. I don't know. That is a good point. Um, I think she does put a lot of pressure on Buffy and is obviously going through some stuff that she's putting on Buffy without really explaining to Buffy because like her parents were just divorced and stuff and so like I feel like that kind of got carried over but like she gets really established because she like works for an art gallery right like she gets like really established it seems really quick so it's like dude you just moved from a big city to a small city you already nailed a job and you're like good at it like yeah. I get that you think you have a troubled teenager but at the same time like you guys are doing all right for yourselves like, yeah you have a decent sized house and like you're making it work so for her to just be like are you getting kicked out like are you with the right friends? Like, why isn't she not with the right friends, Joyce? Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, so I do think that there's a lack of support shown by Joyce, especially in, like... Yeah. And the, clearly her dad ain't there. I mean, what, do you see her dad in, like, one episode? It wasn't even him. It was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe... So, yeah. like... Like, I'm... Like, I can't remember. Maybe you do see your dad more than once. But it can't be more than twice, man. <laughs> you don't see him a lot. Yeah. And it's like... So, they just had this divorce. Clearly, he's not trying to be present. And yeah. Like, it's a lot for a 16-year-old yeah. who's a vampire slayer. But for just, really for just anybody going to school. Yeah. And then, like, her one weird thing slips out, like, almost immediately. And she's, like, lost her, like... Secret identity. Ability but... <laughs> to be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Whatever, yeah. So. It immediately kind of screws her. Yeah. Um, so, Jesse. 
the the vampire. Well, he becomes the a friend that they've been friends with since kindergarten and never speak about again yeah. after he gets yeah. killed. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, we should. Sorry. I don't know. No, you're fine. <laughs> we should probably save that. I don't know if we should save it. Like, we'll talk more about it next episode because that's when he actually, like, comes back as a vampire. Oh, yes, but, like, yes, yes. I think, so originally he was one of the characters, I think, that Whedon wanted to put in the, t- like, the title, like, as, like, a, with a credit, so, like, the actor's name and stuff in the intro song, and it ended up not happening, mm. because he wanted it to allude that he was going to be a main character and then kill him off immediately, which he does to Tara on yeah. the episode of her death. <laughs> which is ridiculous that she never made it into the She did. Song, she did on way. her last episode. What? He did that on purpose. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Okay. Um, and he wanted to originally, I, I heard that he originally wanted to do that with Jesse so that you're like led to believe that he's this main character and then he immediately can kill him off. But oh. they couldn't afford it or something like that. Like, they couldn't afford to credit him like that. So, they waited. Um, so I just thought that was like a really interesting, like, Joss Whedon really loves to like fuck with you I guess (laughs) like sort of deal so that's kind of weird um but yeah they're he's this lifelong friend apparently and then they like just never oh really I didn't realize they're such good friends we were just talking about it like no like Jesse will oh sorry no (laughs) you're good Joss Whedon and Jesse the actor no 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 I don't know who that actor um I probably should but yeah so just so everyone knows this uh, was directed by Charles Martin Smith and written by Joss Whedon. So Joss Whedon wrote the episode and then Charles Martin Smith directed it. Um, I'm going to just say that twice. <laughs> so <laughs> do you have any unpopular opinions of the episode? Uh, oh, okay, of the episode. I'm like, of the show, definitely. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, unpopular opinions... I can't think of any unpopular opinions. Specifically to this episode. Do you like, I mean, do you like this episode as a, as a pilot? I think it's a really good pilot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like so 90s. It's very of its time. Yeah. But like, I like it as a pilot. It's hard to like get people's attention, I feel like, when you first put it off. Like when you're trying to get people to watch the show, you're kind of like, just got to put it in the background and eventually... They'll catch on to, like, the yeah. storyline and, like, be like, holy shit, this is great. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Season one's not really that, like, attention-grabby, but it's a really good set-off for, like, a story of, I don't know, something... I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, I guess. That's okay. No, I think... I, I'm going to slightly disagree with you on season one. I feel like season one gets a lot of, like, eh... You can skip it, but, like, I personally really, really like season one. Yeah. And I think it's more cohesive than season two, which is just, like, really good. I agree with that, dude. Yes. No, for real. Season one has a really good storyline. It leads you there. You don't, like, if you actually skip episodes, you're going to skip, like, storyline. Whereas, yeah, yeah, sorry, season two is so much filler. Yeah. So much freaking filler, (laughs) and you're just like... (laughs) But what's happening with Angel yeah. and Buffy? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's future. Like, you still. only care about one thing, and then John Ritter shows up, and you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Angel? Right. Um, so that'll be obviously something yeah. we we'll talk about a lot. <laughs> I do want to say, though, as far as the first season goes, I think that it is crazy that Charisma Carpenter was uh, an option for Buffy. Because, like, if oh, it yeah. wasn't Sarah Michelle Gellar, 
obviously the show would be completely different. And I love Charisma Carpenter. But, like, I just feel like it would be such a different, such a different show. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, what would Buffy be Cordelia, I feel like? I feel like at one point they, like, or uh, auditions for both parts. Didn't she read for Cordelia? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure, like, yeah. And then, I don't know who, I mean, that's just crazy that someone was just like, nope, nope, we're switching them, like... But what were they going to make Cordelia blonde? Because the whole thing was, like, a blonde girl that you, like, are walking through an alley and you think she's going to, like, be defenseless, but then she, like, jumps out and yeah, slays the plays bitch. plays on the, like, like, the final girl trope. I do remember... Yeah, I feel like yeah, I, I hear know. stuff and I'm like, I don't know if this is factual or not, so, like fact check me and then maybe I should fact check myself before That's I start true. spewing yeah. <laughs> but I remember they all had they all showed up it was like uh Allison Hannigan who plays Willow Charisma Carpenter who plays Cordelia and Sarah Michelle Geller who plays Buffy and they all had brown hair or something and Joss Whedon said you know someone has to like go blonde someone has to ha- go redheaded oh, and so really? I think Allison Hannigan was like I'll do the redhead, but I don't know. If oh my god, was... such a good choice. She looks obviously. I know. I love like... her. She looks so good with the long red hair and the short red hair. It like... was browner though. Now that you point yeah. that out in the first season, probably because she had just like dyed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because it gets like progressively more red throughout the show. Yeah, and Buffy has more low lights. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Brown that's... hair, but brown hair is easy to go. If they were all brown. brunette at the beginning, that yeah. would make sense. So I think it was something to that capacity that like someone had to, but I why wouldn't you want Buffy blonde? Like, I can't remember, but either way, it was something to Well, the movie, she was blonde, too, so... Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like, what are you going to just throw Charisma Carpenter in there and just be like, she's brunette? Well, I mean, they changed a lot of things. You could be like, she's brunette. (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. Charisma Carpenter is also one of the oldest women to play a high schooler. Oh, yeah, she was like 27, playing a freshman in high school? Sophomore. Oh, yeah, yeah they were sophomores, sophomores cuz they had to have a school that Buffy was banned from. <laughs> <laughs> cuz she got banned her freshman year. Yeah, cuz yeah. they changed like from a couple things from the movie where it was like, yeah, cuz in the movie they're seniors or they're juniors, one of the two, and they're going to their spring fling okay. and that happens, but they changed it to where it was like Buffy's freshman year. That should be like another episode we do is just the movie cuz I literally okay. have not seen Oh, really? The okay. Well, I, we I can watch seen it. it in like I have it. I totally have it. We can watch it. I watched it. I watched it, it on the projector out on the screen porch not, oh, not too long ago. That'll be a fun. It's really horrible, but it's no, great I, yeah. at the same Pike. time. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, we can talk about it another episode. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. I've seen it. I've seen it once, at least, but it's it's been a really long time. So, like, yeah, I don't remember those details. But that's interesting. They, I mean, obviously, they had to change some stuff for the show's continuity. Yeah. Um, I do like that, like, have you seen, having seen the movie and then, like, watching the show, you can kind of see the connection and then see what's, what's changed, but. Yeah. Yeah. It would be weird if Charisma Carpenter played Buffy. That would definitely be a strange show. Although, I do think she has more care, or, uh, what's the word? Now I'm blanking. Charisma? No. (laughs) More, um chemistry <laughs> See, I was like charisma she does more chemistry with David Bornaz the guy who plays Angel than Sarah yeah. Michelle Geller does I really liked them well they always Angel. talked about like Sarah and David would always talk about like oh we were gonna make this scene like they could be doing kissing scenes and they'd be like eating pickles and stuff or tuna and like trying to let and then they'd do their kissing scene and then they'd have to like continue to act like they're enjoying it but like but they're really not because like their breath is disgusting. <laughs> they really yes, are. like I, that's what? so gross. 
<laughs> but it's funny. That, that is... was like the relationship. Yeah. No, they were like pranking and goofing. Yeah. Like, Ew. <laughs> right. Um, that's pretty funny. It is kind of crazy, though, how, like, they develop. Like, from watching Buffy, you'd be like, there's no fucking way that Cordelia and Angel are going to be, like, a thing, and it's going to be, like, genuine. But then, like, you watch Angel, and yeah, yeah, and then, like, they actually do have a lot of chemistry, and they do, like, I like them. Like, I don't know if I like them together, but, like, I like their chemistry. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. Um, move, not to, do you care if we move No, on? I don't care. Okay. Um, Giles. Let's talk about that sexy Giles. librarian. <laughs> um, getting older is Anthony. realizing that. Anthony Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Giles is actually like top tier. <laughs> um, maybe some of you all knew that from the get go, but you know, as we age, we're like, Giles is looking really good. <laughs> and then Ripper. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. When you find, like, get more into his storyline where you're just like, damn. So he's the mysterious librarian and he's Buffy's watcher, which means for some reason British people control who could be a slayer. They don't control who can be a slayer, <laughs> but they control who like handles the slayers and only pays those people. They don't pay slayers. They just pay watchers. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my yeah. God. I've never thought about that. It's yeah. like, risk your life, girl. You have all... You don't need money. You have the power. Yeah. <laughs> like... But these guys, they need to get paid. And they're all old. And they're all... Well, no, they're not all old, I guess. Wesley was fairly young. But, yeah. Um. So that was... That's a weird um thing that gets... You, you learn more about throughout the show. But Giles was sent there with the specific intention to be the school's librarian to watch over Buffy as she slays and to train with her. And at yes. first, of course, Buffy's like, absolutely not, because her first one was killed um, in L.A. Yeah, so um, she was just like, I don't want anything to do with this shit yeah. anymore. We're moving, new life. Which is a very, very strong theme you're going to see throughout the entire show is that Buffy wants to be a normal girl. Like, yes, the wants. struggle <laughs> of just like, yeah. I just want to be a normal person, yeah. like teenager, like this is the, not a day and age where we grow up in caves and, and you know, yeah. like I'm trying to go start shopping and like be a normal person. And she uses that to her advantage too, you know, because remember when her and Giles are discussing in the bronze of, oh, you need to be able to pick out this vampire. And she's like, it's oh, that yeah. one. His fashion is completely outdated. Like, there's no way that this guy is like, yes. yeah, either that or he's a creep. And since, you know, they're a vampire, they're a vampire infested town because you find out that this is on something called a hell mouth, um, which opens, I guess, like the gates to hell. I don't know. Yes. Is that a good explanation? Okay. <laughs> um, I feel like I don't have, like, a good definition of the hell mouth, like, ready, so I don't want to say it wrong. But, yeah, something like that. It's, it, vampire, vampires, vampires and demons are drawn to this, like, activity in this area. So, it's, it's just a good spot for the bad guys. And so, for Buffy to pick somebody out very quickly based on not her slayer skills necessarily, but her ability as just being a 15-year-old girl because, like, Yes, and it just, like, helps her so much throughout the show every single time, and it's, like, part of what makes her such a good, Yeah, makes her a good slayer. All the other slayers are, like, isolated and alone, but she's like, no, I have friends to depend on, and, like, yeah, yeah, the whole, like, fashion thing, and like you said. (laughs) Oh, no, it's it's just another another thing that it's a strength and a weakness, because she wants to be a normal girl so bad, and her Mm -hmm. ability to function as, like, a could-be-popular teenager does aid her. And so, like, it's this interesting, like, dynamic that you that you see throughout the entire show. And slips. You know, it starts to slip through, through the seasons, which is just interesting that you'll see as we continue to watch. Um, 
that's Giles. <laughs> so one thing I wanted to do, if you're cool with this, is um, I wanted to talk about who gets a Scooby snack. So who was the best character? So a like, Scooby, a Scooby snack. snack. So like, who was the best character of the show of this episode? of this episode? Yeah. yeah. So like, who did we really like to see? I think Cordelia, honestly, just because I think that she has some memorable, really funny lines of the episode, like... What's your damage? Yeah, like... Morbid uh, wretch. Yeah, <laughs> and just, like, I don't know if it was this specific episode, but, like, she just had, like, what's your childhood trauma? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, like, I don't know, and it's, like, yeah, damn, she's a bitch. And then, like, <laughs> you know, you're, like, okay, she's obviously, like, a very popular girl. But I don't know, she's just, like, you, I feel like I want more of Cordelia after that episode. Really? <laughs> so she's getting your scoop. And she's, she's unique, yeah, as far as, like, the popular girl goes she's not just like i don't know blonde and like like a harmony you know she, yeah there's a little bit of like an edge to her yeah like she is brunette she's i don't know a little different i guess she's your different a different a slightly different image of the popular but girl. she's still like the rich girl who's obviously like yeah wants attention and stuff stuff like that so who is your who did you not want to see in this episode who was your, like, least favorite, I guess? Probably Xander. I know. Like, I was going to say Xander, too. So, <laughs> like, I don't want to hate on him this whole time. And, like, he gets so much shade, he, but, like... He gets better to some capacity, but... Yeah, like, he's just... Seven seasons. I mean, the first, time you, <laughs> the first time you see him, he's like, can I have you? Oh, sorry, can I help you? Like, ew. Like, yeah, I don't want to talk. And then, like, gross. he's your nice guy of the school. Like, gross. Like, he's... And he kind of looks sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, can't ride a skateboard. <laughs> oh, my God, they never put him on a skateboard again. Well, he crashes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably for the best of all. Yeah, I wonder if everyone's I mean, I'm sure it was, but... <laughs> Who knows? So yeah, Xander, he's he's not a good character. I think the Scooby Snack for me is gonna go to Buffy just because you're seeing her, you're seeing her, and she's she's the star at the moment. So yeah, I I think Buffy was good to see this episode. You kind of get a little bit of like her backstory. Like she's not just this like new girl trying to be popular. Like she has a little bit of depth to her. Like she That's sees true. how Cordelia is treating Willow. She does not like it. She reaches out. She tries to make her own friends. Like, I don't know. Fair. You, we, we, I like her. Um, Darla gets all the Scooby snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I love Darla so much. <laughs> Darla is just like, I feel like so many people that haven't watched Angel don't, don't understand. Get it. Yeah. yeah. Like how great of a character and how yeah. intense and like, Oh, there really was such a relationship behind the whole thing. Because, like, in Buffy, like, what, does she die, like, the first episode? And I'm pretty sure Angel, does Angel kill her? She dies in um, episode, I think it's five or six, called Angel. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, no, she's still alive right now, so we'll we'll talk yeah. all about that. But, I, love so <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like, if you don't even watch the show Angel, like, just go through and watch the flashback episodes of, like, the story development. Yeah, them. yeah, because... We're partial to the vamps that we... Yes, oh my god, the four of them. The fanged four, the world went. Yeah, so those, that's a great, like, rich history you get in Angel of Angel, Darla, Drusilla, and Spike. Like, they're just a phenomenal, like, bad team. You know what I mean? Like, but again, not 
to like derail from the pilot. Oh, I know. I've been derailing all That's okay. The I place, mean, we like... knew this was going to go, <laughs> you know, it was going to go a couple different directions. And it's it's fun to talk about. Again, this is not like, this is like not spoiler free. Like, right. <laughs> if you want Buffy to be spoiled free, watch or listen, watch our podcast, listen watch to our podcast. podcast. <laughs> um, but if you just kind of want to hear some thoughts and if you're like just dying to be like, I disagree, I, I don't want to agree, like, you're welcome to talk to us on social media and stuff, which we'll get into that at the end. But is there anything else you wanted to bring up? <laughs> I don't know, man. I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I just before he gets eaten, I do want to shout out to Principal Flutie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk like, about Principal Flutie. It's just like, yeah. okay, I thought he was honestly a lot nicer when I was younger. I was like, oh, okay, like, he's still being so nice. Like, he's like, okay, new, fresh beginning. And then he's like, oh, shit, you burned on a yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll tape this up. Yeah. But, so, like, I don't know. I watched it recently, and I was kind of like, damn, he is kind of a dick. Yeah, like, he's, he's a little rude. Principal Flutie and Buffy meet in the episode, like, during her first day, and he's trying to be like, I don't care about your past. Like, I, I accept everyone here. And then he kind of takes a peek at the record. Right. And he's like, you burnt down the gym? And she's like, it was asbestos. <laughs> that gym was full of vampires. Asbestos. <laughs> So, yeah, Principal Flutie is a better principal than oh, right. like, Snyder, of course. Um, I can't even really complain, because once once that bitch gets eaten, you're just kind of like, what? We miss Principal Flutie. We right. didn't know how good we had it. He was razorback. He was <laughs> razorback. Like, he was not out to get Buffy at no. every second. He was just cautious of her delinquent record yeah you know being a normal teacher just like you're not about to literally walk off school property right like <laughs> she's like no <laughs> feet on the ground buffy feet on the ground yes um i think that was really a lot of what i wanted to touch on in terms of talking about the start of the show did you have any more shout outs to any other characters. I guess if we're shouting now, we can shout out to the actor that almost was Willow Rosenberg, but honestly, Willow, Allison Hannigan, fucking, she oh, is she, Willow Yeah, because she's not in the original pilot. There's somebody else, but I did hear, again, this is like speculation. I heard it on a Facebook group, so I don't know, but I heard that the person who played Willow in the unaired pilot was because they had not casted her yet. So it was a fill-in, and she was never meant to be. Okay, yeah, okay. But I'm not 100% sure if that's I thought true. that they cut her, which is for, hor for horrible reasons of, like, uh, that she was, like, I guess a thicker person. Oh, really? And they wanted, like, a, I don't know. I, I mean, I've that could, it could have just been somewhere I read that was just, like, there's speculation. I wouldn't, so, I would not put it past Joss. That's what, yeah, to, I, I wouldn't also put it past him, so. <laughs> Either way, but I'm very glad that we ended up with Allison Hannigan, because she is the perfect Willow Rosenberg. Can't wait to dive more into her character. Yes, she's a very rich character. Yes, yes. like it's, the best character development, honestly, out of Willow's. Probably a, anyone in the. The series, the show, so, 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 so. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> she truly is one of one of the greatest, and. It's so, like, she starts out very meek, she starts out very uncertain, and, you know, she's immediately, like, Buffy's drawn to her, because she's very smart, she's very, like, 
she's the person you go to if you want to catch up is what Buffy like says and she's a smart girl she has this weird crush on Xander they're childhood friends and Xander is completely oblivious or doesn't want to acknowledge that we have a crush on him and she takes advice from Buffy and really like she sees Buffy and wants to be more like her more outgoing and outspoken and is able to like Kind of bites her in the ass. <laughs> it does slightly bite her in the ass. But also opens her to a world that she would have had no idea about. A world that she begins to thrive in. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Has her, yeah. Right, like she would have no idea that she's one of the most powerful witches exactly. in the entire world. Yeah. Like, so, well, I mean, like, in my opinion. <laughs> she's a bad bitch. She, she is a bad bitch. Of she <laughs> um, and Allison Hannigan is just such a good actress. I've also been watching How I Met Your Mother, which that show also aged terribly but really I just, oh i kind of did yeah. with like barney and all that really <laughs> like, just like and just ted like sorry like i don't know but i fucking hate ted oh yeah he's the worst so i jump shows he's but like god I of creepy him. white dudes who think that they're like nice like xander ted like it's just like these like <laughs> ted the robot <laughs> oh yeah ted the robot john ritter um Rest in peace. But Allison Hannigan's just a doll, and I love watching her and stuff. That that was the whole point um, that I was trying to make. So we're at about 40-ish minutes, the length almost, of the first episode. I don't necessarily think we need to talk longer. No, I feel like, yeah, most end at, like, 40, 50 yeah. minutes. So. so, and then if we edit. Um, a special shout-out to uh, Josh for helping yes. us set this up. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> setting the microphone up and all of the equipment. Yeah. So we, <laughs> Shout out for Amber for buying the equipment long ago during COVID yes. when she had an idea of doing her own podcast. Um, and a special shout out to you, the person listening that's not someone we made listen. Yes. <laughs> to the first thank episode. You. Um, if you want to have discussions with us, us <laughs> we're getting our Instagram set up. Hopefully by the time this episode airs, um, follow us at the Watcher Files pod all one word um give us a follow and have discussions with us should you want to let us know what you thought about the episode let us know what you think about the second episode when we get that out and record it yeah Um, or any clarity on any like you know rumors or things that yeah yeah we're sorry we did bad picked up Um, (laughs) you start thinking and you just don't think to look stuff like that up until yeah, it happens. So if you're, you, if you guys are like, you guys are fucking wrong. Like, we're totally <laughs> willing idiots. to admit that we are fucking wrong. How and that's dare totally you fine. claim to be lifelong fans? <laughs> we are, we promise. We're just like, not the best at free recall. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you checking us out. And did you want to give our ending spiel of, not spiel, but our ending phrase of, now endeth the lesson. Now endeth the lesson. (laughs) Okay. Thanks so much and have a great day.